for you to make a leap, it should be stopping being okay with just being okay. You have found yourself in The Bonus, a podcast hosted by yours truly, Gab Maliari. That voice you heard at the top of this episode is the voice of Brent Reodica. Brent is the founder and CEO of Team Aguhon, the first and only life and career management company for students here in the Philippines. In this pilot episode, we talk with Brent about making a leap and all that happens in between from seeking advice to forming habits, when is it time to quit, we even talk about privilege. This is In The Bonus, Episode 1. When we try to make a leap or pursue a big goal, sometimes we just don't know where or how to start. If you're the type who actively seeks advice in order to get rolling, good for you. That means you're normal. But true to his trainer self, Brent was quick to point out one common flaw in how or who we ask for help. Kasi ang, ang, ang hilig natin, tanong ko sa magulang ko, itanong ko sa tito ko, tanong ko sa ganyan. If you're gonna ask for advice, ask for advice from those who are credible to give you advice on the matter. Actually, paborito ko ito pag sa business eh. Pag may mga taong gusto mo mag-business, ah talaga, okay. ba di mo ba simulan eh? Kasi sabi nila ganyan, ganyan. Ah, nagbibusiness pa sila? Hindi. Ha? Sa akin, simple lang. Kung hihingi ako ng advice, una, tiwala ako sa tao, so tama yon. Pangalawa, may resulta ba siya na gusto ko ring makuha? Does the person have the results to prove that the advice is true? Kasi pag wala, chismis lang yan. Chismis lang yung pinapasa sa'yo. I met Brent back in 2013 and he has always been this kind of guy. Hard-hitting but full of insight. No wonder helping students find their footing in life has become his advocacy through Team Aguhon. He started the company back in 2011 after seeing people left and right who have found themselves working in unlikely fields and industries. I'm sure some of us have been or are in similar situations which makes the case that, yeah, we could use a little help or guidance. But have you experienced that time? You do want to listen, but a voice inside tells you otherwise. It's your gut feel, your instincts. So I asked Brent, how can we balance out listening and taking advice with following your gut feel? Yung gut feel sa akin, oo, meron tayo niyan. Minsan ramdam mo lang. Pero it also takes time to develop. So nagkakaroon din ng ng parang paghahasa yung gut feel na dahil sa dami na nung experiences mo na pagsasama-sama na niya nagiging gut feel na siya kasi minsan totoo yung sinasabi mo minsan tingnan mo lang hindi eh there's something wrong about this so oo pero kailangan mo rin isipin kung enough na ba yung na-experience mo para pagkatiwalaan yung gut feel mo so gut feel can be developed if that is so that means your own biases, your own mindsets can drive your gut feel and thus play a role in your decision-making. Knowing this, how can we move forward? Brent says, overload your experiences. Air to the side of action. Why? Para magkaroon ka, ma-develop mo yung judgment mo, ma-develop mo yung pagtingin mo sa mga bagay-bagay. Hindi rin gagana na lagi ka lang na nagtatanong, Yung mga totoong mentors sabihin talaga sa eh, gawin mo yung kailangan mong gawin. Hindi ka nandiyan para makinig lang sa akin. Naalala ko sa Mergo dati, mas prefer niya na gawin mo muna tapos saka matanong sa akin. Taking action is not always easy. 
But Brent says it's actually the easier part in making a leap. What's harder? Making it stick. Bakit siya nagiging mahirap sa tao? Kasi sinahin transformation, ibig sabihin kailangan pumasok yung transformation sa habit. For, for that to happen, then you have to do it every day. Walang iba sa akin. Para sa akin, walang ibang paraan kundi ipasok mo yan sa habits mo. We need to form good habits because success is won every day. So just start and take action. Now let's look at the other side of the coin. Quitting. I have seen a handful of social media posts advocating to quit when it is no longer quote-unquote right for you. Things along those lines. But since emotions can sometimes get the best of us, I wanted to dive deeper. When is it really okay and not okay to quit? If it's starting to, to hurt me so bad, feeling ko pati self-worth ko, tinatamaan na, hindi na my, my, my other, the other aspects of my life are also not in order, uh, finances mo, relations mo, hindi na in order, then it's not doing you any good. Maybe it's time to to move forward. Yunyan. Think ko yun yung isasapoy measurement, but it's still it's not it's not defined. Hindi mo parin siya masukat ikaw lang talaga makakaalam. Kasi ang dami ko naman din ng ane na sinubuhang uh, ganyan. Ilawa ang gandulo ganyan. Tapos parang grabe ang na nito ah. Pero hindi yung hirap niyong papakwit. Is it hurting me already to the point that other aspects, the other aspects, all aspects of my life are not working anymore? So, yun yung tingin ko pwede mong tingnan. The aspects of your life, other aspects of your life still working kasi if it's spreading to the others, baka pwede ka muna magpahinga. Hindi naman pwede, ah, yun pa, pwede naman hindi quit agad eh. Pahinga lang. Pwede naman mag-pause. Recover, tapos laban ulit, di ba? Pwede naman yun, hindi naman quit agad. I told Brent that my concern was if we harp on quitting so much, it might get into our systems that we find ourselves quitting almost every time. Turns out, we're on the same boat. If you can't finish anything, then it will spread to other areas of your life. Like one author I'm reading, Harv Eker, sabi niya, how you do anything is how you do everything. There's no formula on knowing when to quit. It's not a science. It's an art. Most of all, it's personal. You do what's best for yourself. Because yes, we don't want to lose who we are in our pursuit of big goals. But we do know that today's young people have this in mind as proven by another notion that also floats into my social media timeline every now and then. What is it? Work-life balance. How do we really attain it? Okay, una yung tingin ko sa work-life balance, eh, hindi siya, ano, hindi siya nangyayari sa totoong buhay. Nagbabalance out lang, pero hindi siya nangyayari sa totoong buhay. Because when you're working on something and you really want to make it happen, uh, meron akong mentor before, sabi niya, alam mo, Brent, I can't English pala. You know, Brent, success happens in in a compressed period of time. Para siyang launch ng rocket, di ba yung rocket, yung launch niya, yung pinakamaraming energy na gagamitin niya para makaangat sa lupa. Siguro mga 20s to 30s, yun yung launch phase. Diyan ka nagbe-build eh. So, yung launch phase na yun, mahirap talaga siya ma-achieve. Tinanggap ko na. Pero magbabalance out. Pwede mo namang i-balance out. So, in the future, pwede mo nang balansehin. Okay, lagyan ko ng konti ng oras tong ganyan. Family time or time with your, ano, jowa, ganyan. Kung, kung, kung saan mo gusto ilagay, sarili mong mga hobbies, ganyan. Pero feeling ko, kung, kung sabihin mo sa akin na work-life balance agad, 
it's not realistic. I, I don't think that is that is easy to attain immediately, especially when you're in your launch phase. No, Brent does not mean you should just keep working all day, every day. He just means that for big goals, there's big work to be done. But no work is too big or too hard for something you really want. Just to be clear though, I'm also not saying you will not get tired. Because you will. But you will love the grind. But going back to what Brent said about the launch phase, I threw him a curveball in the name of discourse. I told him that the launch phase is not as difficult for some people compared to everyone else. And that's because of privilege. This is unpopular, but I don't think there's anything wrong with having privilege. Bakit? Una, kung meron kang privilege, you're probably born to it, so it's not your fault. Second, if you have privilege, you probably work for it. Dalawa lang yung nakikita kong panggagalingan yan. Kasi sa atin, may pride maging ano, okay, hindi ito magugustuhan ng mga nakikinig. Meron ka, hindi ko alam kung bakit proud na proud yung mga tao. Paghirap na hirap sila. Hindi ko alam kung bakit pinagdidikit yung yung pag may privilege ka, pangat ugali mo o nakuha mo na madali yan, hindi ka nagtrabaho mabuti. Pero lahat ng, ang dami sa kakilala ko na may privilege sa buhay, ay tinitingnan nila yung privilege na yun bilang opportunity. Privilege is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to use whatever you have at whatever cost that you want. He points out, it can boil down to perspective. Naalala ko yung isa kong mentor dati. Dahil ko palang natanong dati, no? Sabi niya, sabi niya sa akin, alam mo Brent, the biggest difference between the, the successful and the unsuccessful is the way they think. Niya yun lang. Yung pinakamalaking pinagkaiba, yung paraan ng pag-iisip nila. So hanggat di mo binabago yung paraan ng pag-iisip mo, wala, walang, wala, walang mangyayari. Kasi hindi mo rin babaguhin yung ginagawa mo eh. I threw Brent another curveball by painting this picture. The less privilege, as much as they want to change their perspectives, their access can only show them so much. For them, they see options A, B, and C. But in reality, there's an option D, E, F, G, and so on. So how can a less privileged person fight through all of these obstacles? Okay, good question, no? Una, seek new environment. Labas ka sa environment mo. Kasi pag lumabas ka sa environment mo, oo, hindi siya komportable, pero sigurado ako may expose ka, may iba yung pag- pagtingin mo sa mga bagay. Hanggat di mo binabago yung ginagalawan mo, mahirapan ka. Pangalawa, seek new people to talk to. Seek new conversations. Seek new conversations. Kailangan mabago yung mga kausap mo kasi dun mamold yung pag-iisip mo. Pangatlo, seek new materials. Hindi pwedeng nakababad lang sa social media yung mata mo araw-araw. Maghanap ka ng bagong babasahin, bago puntahan yung mata mo. Kasi hanggat di mo binabago, nagbabrowse ka lang din everyday and you see the rest of people around you, then nothing will change. Wala, wala talaga. Apart from all these tips, Brent says one more thing. Be authentic. And this one hits home for him because this is one of the biggest lessons in his journey. A treasured learning he got after helping over 30,000 students and counting through Team Aguhan. People will always know if you're authentic. People will always know if you're being real, if you're being honest. And I think the reason why Team Aguhan is still around is that people know that when we say something, when we say that this is our purpose to help you, it's real. 
they know it's real. It's not lip service. Gusto namin talagang tulungan yung estudyante na makuha nila lahat ng kailangan nila para sa career nila. And the students know it. You have to be true, not just to others, but to yourself. If you are not, that can be a hindrance to your leap. Kung meron kang goal na hindi mo natuto pa, dalawa lang yan. Either naniwala ka na sa sarili mo na hindi mo kaya, malamang paulit-ulit mo na sinabi sa sarili mo yan, alam mo na nagagawa dati. Or, you really don't want that goal bad enough. Because sometimes, we set goals for ourselves just so we can get quote-unquote somewhere. Just to look busy. Just to look worthy. But that is not sustainable. If your goal is not something your heart really wants, you won't get far. Because a leap is actually a series of countless small steps. Going to new environments, talking to new people, forming new habits, trying, failing, and trying again. All these steps make up a leap. You have to have the endurance to take every single step to follow through and to go all the way towards reaching your goals. Connect with Brent and Team Aguan through the links in the description of this episode. And the bonus is hosted and produced by me, Gab Maliari. Thanks to my wife Anne and our daughter Jael for all the support and silence needed to produce this podcast. Let iron sharpen iron. See you next time.